This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Guilty pleasures and growing pains with Nina and friends. Thank God I just got my Botox done right before this happened. <laughs> It's true. Botox, butt lifts, fillers, trends in the beauty industry. We're going to be talking about all of it on today's episode of Guilty Pleasures and Growing Pains. Ashley, what is a BBL? A BBL is a Brazilian butt lift, and it's where they do lipo 360 all over your body and then put it in your hip dips, um, kind of on the side where people naturally can't have fat, or at least I'm not blessed with that. And then on the top of your butt to round it out so it looks nice and plump. Okay. The voice that you're hearing right now is my girl, Ashley Bowling. She happens to be an aesthetic injector, but she also has turned into a friend because yes, I go to her for my Botox, but she knows what a BBL is guys because she's getting one. I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) It's literally been, I don't even know how many times now it's been rescheduled at least three times. And I've like had panic attacks because I'm like, Oh my God, is it going to happen? Is it not? Am I like underweight? Am I overweight? Because I am on the smaller side. So it was kind of stressful during this quarantine time. First of all, I just want to say thank you for being so open about your journey because we're going to hear about it. And I think that it's a very common thing for a lot of people right now. You can even read about it like on TMZ. Oh, celebrities are freaking out because their face is melting. Nobody was <laughs> able to get their Botox. What do I do? And it's, it's pretty funny because right as we kind of kick this all off, whatever side you may sit on when it comes to injections and and in stuff like the BBL. It's fine, but we are talking about it very openly. And I think it's just, it's a part of some people's everyday life. Like me personally, I've been getting Botox since I was pretty young, just because I had this forehead situation. And plus I just really wanted to get on top of my anti-aging. So that was my reason for it. And it brought me to Ashley. I know that it's been a struggle. And one of the first things I said, Ashley, to my friends, Krista and Angie, familiar voices and faces that are always here. Thank you guys, by the way, um, was thank God I just got my Botox done right before this happened. (laughs) I did it and my boyfriend did it and he's been like bugging me. He's like, oh my God, you need to get me. Like, what could you do? What could you do? And I'm just like, you need to wait just like everyone else. I don't have anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a drug. Oh my God, give it to me. So you can't give it to yourself at home? So I don't have any with me and my office isn't open. So 
no, I can't. So Ashley is an injector here in Chicago and she works out of, why don't you tell everybody the, the place that you work yeah, out of here? I work at Opulent Chicago. It's in the West Loop. Um, it's beautiful. It was just opened um, in August. We're coming up to our year anniversary. It's um, a little bit different than your normal med spa because it is going to be a surgery center. Um, so people can go in there for like minor face surgeries or BBLs and lipo. Um, we're just waiting on certification that is has kind of held up because of the COVID-19, but we should be starting in the early fall, if not sooner, for that to happen. Right now, um, I do all their injections there, and we do IV infusions, vaginal rejuvenation, um, and exosomes and PRP for hair um, regeneration. So it's really awesome. I love it. You should definitely check it out. There's really cool artwork, too. It's definitely not like a stuffy office space that you're used to like when you're going to a doctor's office it's really beautiful I mean I could contest to that oh yes I can it's within walking distance of my home which is an extra bonus and then of course you know you get to go hang out for like a second while everything happens and it's not scary when if you're if you're not used to needles it's actually very comfortable Ashley the best part about Ashley just side note on a professional level the greatest thing that I love about her is that she tells you what she's doing the whole time and it makes you feel like you have somebody that one cares took the the time to get to know your face I had never had anybody draw lines or make sure that it was as symmetrical as it was. Because if you get some bogus Botox, you get your eyebrows like flaring in all different directions. And I hate it. I look back at some of my old demo reels and I was like, that was bad Botox. (laughs) So funny because I watch TV and I've been watching the news a lot. And there's so many news anchors that hop on and their Botox is so wonky that I'm like, oh my God, I don't want to sound mean, but maybe I should send them a message just nicely and say, hey, I think that you need just a few more units to relax that muscle because it looks crazy on TV. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, they'd probably appreciate it because when your face starts to get wonky, nobody knows what that is. So to have somebody that looks out for you, Ashley is the girl that will never put in too much. She's never going to look make you look bogus. And she looks out for the people that she takes care of, which is why she is a great person that I've decided to invite onto the show today to talk a little bit about the professional side and um, cosmetic type of things that a lot of people, I shouldn't just say women, because I know Brotox too is a big thing. Just yeah. She mentioned her boyfriend moments ago. And it's interesting. And I think we have a lot to learn especially we'll get back to the BBL and her journey to actually getting it finished. Ashley is beautiful. She's a, is a beautiful person and inside and out. And I think one of the first things anybody would ask you in seeing you is why you would want to change anything that you already have. Yeah, no, that's a really good question. Um, so I work in the beauty industry. So I think all about preserving yourself. So if, first, we'll just kind of talk about fillers and Botox. And I think of it as not changing your face. I just want to enhance it and beautify it. So making it, whether if it's your cheekbones, making them a little bit more pronounced, because most of the time, without cheek filler, I never had any cheekbones. And now it helps make me look a little bit thinner because I am a really round face. But you look great. And I didn't even, I'm sorry, I'm Krista. I have a hard time knowing when Nina gets it because she looks great too. And I have a hard time. So when you say the areas are like of where you want to be filled or round out or heightened, I'm like, oh, okay. Because you do have great cheekbones and these adorable 
I'm like, look at her. Her dimples. Her dimples are hers. <laughs> now I get it. Okay. I'm going to be quiet. Sorry. Continue. No, no, no. You're fine. Um, and so I've done my cheekbones and I, and I also have done my lips um, because I had no lips. And I think that that's like a focal point. So when you're talking to someone, I like to look at people's eyes and then their lips and their mouth. And everyone's, I think, just drawn to that. Um, and I don't overdo it. I haven't, I do my filler like every eight months or so, maybe even a year. I have people who come that I see that are my clients who come in way more often. I'm like, it's not time. You need to slow down. Like as much as I love seeing you, like you look beautiful. And I always try and like tell people, you know, too much is just not good. There's that, there has to be a happy medium where you feel beautiful and you're getting something done, but you're doing it for the right reasons and not just to like fill this void. I have people who come in and, you know, kind of dump a lot of things about their maybe marital problems or relationships. And they're like, I just need to get this filler because it'll make me feel better. And I feel guilty doing it. So I'm always like, I'll talk to them and then maybe create a treatment plan, but I don't ever do it that day because I just don't think it's necessarily right to, if someone's sad, just to fill them up. Yeah. And that's why I think it's so important to find somebody like an Ashley or like Ashley, if you're lucky enough to be here in Chicago, just because I think a lot of us look in the mirror and we see something different than what everybody else sees. And we Mm -hmm. are doing it for ourselves and we are doing it for our own self-esteem. It's that whole inside out, you know, it, it helps you get, go about your days differently. But if you're sad, like you were saying, if they're having marital issues or whatever it is, you need that friend. You need somebody that looks out for you and says, no, you're good, but you know, you're not being mean about it or being negative. But real quick, how many of them have hit you up on the side since they've been in quarantine and were like, Ashley, I will pay you extra if you come yes, and do this? A lot. But <laughs> honestly, I've been posting on my stories like how it's so important for social distancing and to stay of home. Course. And if we're, and if we all do this, yes, then you know, we will have a summer. But if we don't, and I open shop and then I go to your house and you infect me and then I go around to take care of everyone doing these house calls. It's no good for anyone. Plus it's super dangerous. And I would, I would never do a house call because despite Botox, okay, maybe, um, never have done it, but fillers, you could get a, there's a lot of complications that can happen. And I'm, I'm not carrying around all of my safety kits in case there is something that goes wrong. Is there something we can be doing at home for what we already have you know, going on with our skin to maybe enhance it, prolong it, or even just to take advantage of during this time that you think would be helpful for us to still feel good? Yeah. So normally I would tell people, you know, getting your regular Botox treatments is going to preserve your skin and make you look better. But since we can't do that at this time, um, even though we're staying inside, I know that it's getting warmer and people are maybe going for walks more often than they would. A lot of females think that makeup has enough SPF in it, and that's not true. You actually need to apply SPF before your makeup. The 20 SPF in your makeup is not going to cut it and reapply. Um, That would be crucial. And then to keep up with really good skincare. So I don't know about you, but my morning and night routine, like I feel like I'm in the bathroom so long doing my routine because I have nothing else to do. My boyfriend's like another mask and I'm like, yeah. Why not? The mask and then I've just been also, me personally, I'm on top of my collagen powder. Like I've just been drinking that with my tea extra because I've been drinking a lot of tea for whatever reason right now. And I just stick it in there and it makes me feel like I'm doing something good, guys. Yeah, definitely. Oh. 
I think definitely taking just like your normal supplements with like zinc and vitamins also help out, but there's really nothing else to like prolong Botox, but all those things, getting your skin in the perfect condition before I do it, having a healthy canvas is much better than having someone who's been dried up and almost looks like a raisin. I always say <laughs> has too much sun. Yeah. It's the sun. I know my mom used to yell at me all the time about that. And this is really sad, but I'm going to tell you anyway. I think one of the things that I had going for me being a fat kid was that I would never go to the pool parties. I would never go to the beach with my friends. It's fine. It, I can laugh at it now, guys. I was a butterball and I would never go to the beach. And now I think that I got lucky because I, I feel like for the most part, my skin's not terrible. And I think that that has helped a lot. Honestly, I don't know how my skin is still really good because when I was in high school, like I look back at pictures and I'm like, what was I thinking? I would want to go tanning before all these dances. And I was just like the ugliest shade of orange. It was a tre- it was a thing back then. It was a trend. And and that's something that we need to talk about too is the trends. Do you think everybody here yes drink your wine my love. <laughs> um and and I'm going to ask all of you guys here Krista Angie too. While we're all doing the quarantine and I think a lot of people are rejoicing in the time to not wear a lot of makeup, to let our skin and our hair and our nails and everything breathe, everything is going back to a little bit of a natural state, not just the air and the animals, but I think also our bodies. Do you think that there will be a difference when we can come back and see you as to how we're treated? Are there going to be people that maybe want less or do you think or from the vibe that you're getting from your clients, are they just ready to get filled up? I think that they're ready to get filled up. But as far as like, I think makeup and the lashes, that might change because clubs, I don't know when they're going to open up. Just like our social things are not going to be the norm. And I look at myself and my boyfriend's like, wow, I kind of like you without lashes, even though I love them. He's like, you look really pretty when I thought I was going to look like a naked mole rat. (laughs) No. And honestly, that was the first thing I noticed when I saw you. I was like, what is it that looks different? Because you look so fresh. So I think that people... may back off just a little bit on certain things, but when it comes to injectables, I don't see that happening because (laughs) most of the time, at least work by me, no one is going to be like, wow, she had X, Y, and Z done. So it keeps like what, I don't know if you've ever seen the meme where it's just like of the Kardashians, like uh, Kylie, like before her work and after, and they were like, this is what people look like. And then her really overdone. And it's a diagram showing, you know, like what guys think natural is. And it's really her with minimal makeup, but a bunch of Botox and fillers. Right. And what natural actually is. I, I really hope for the sake of my business and not work for a few months that people still want to get their Botox and fillers. But I don't think that I'm going to wear makeup as much. I became really comfortable in my own skin and I've mm-hmm. always struggled with that. And wearing a mask, I mean, it. I feel like I'd get acne from just like the breathing in there. So I don't even want to clog my pores. And I'm actually, I'd be very happy for that to myself. And I noticed that too, on on the side of my chin, I was really breaking out. I was like, what is this? It's the mask. What's different now? These masks that we're wearing everywhere, which is great for our safety. But if this is going to be long-term, these are things that we're going to eventually start thinking about when it comes to our beauty routines and how we take care of ourselves. And the only thing that I could think of is maybe people don't want filler. Like... They're like chin, lips, and jaw. Like, I don't know because it's going to be covered. I'm still thinking like cheeks will still be popular. <laughs> I'm sure. Well, ask Anne. She loves when she gets her lips done. Is that going to stop you? 
No, I'm definitely getting them done. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody has their thing. Yeah. It's interesting that you brought up Kylie Jenner because I was looking at pictures. I love her too, by the way. I love her. Well, she's, she is beautiful. And I find myself very fascinated and I stare at her too. I don't like, for whatever reason, I still will not bring myself to like anything that she posts on social, even though I follow her. I'm that troll, but because she's so beautiful, but it's weird to like celebrities photos. I don't know why, but I never do. You don't? don't No, but I mean, I like it like, but I just keep scrolling and I'm not a hater. So like, because I normally like everyone's (laughs) stuff, but I just but I'm not like a stage five where I'm like, oh my God, obsessed with Kylie. Uh, I'm trying to think of what artists I do that with. I used to do it to Nikki Jam. Everything you posted, I couldn't help myself. I was like, like. He's, maybe he'll notice me. Oh my God, maybe. Now he's got a beautiful fiance, but whatever. Um, but back to Kylie Jenner. She posted pictures and I'm sure you guys saw. Who's her best friend again? Stassi. Is that her name? The blonde girl. Their bodies are the same. The faces are the same. If somebody comes to you and they're like, I want to look like this. I mean, are we giving or is it possible to give them exactly the same? I mean, you're not a plastic surgeon, but... but Um, I think everyone's... If we're talking about like lips specifically, because that's kind of what she's known for. I like to see people like what their goal is to set them straight because most of the time that's not going to happen in one treatment. And when some people say they want natural and then they show me this photo, I'm like, Oh honey, this is going to be like four (laughs) syringes over like a period of time. And I never inject more than one syringe in a sitting. And I always allow for proper, at least two to four weeks before I even consider adding more. Um, but it's good in the sense of seeing those kind of photos to see what their goals are. But most of the time I know I love her lips, but my lips won't look like that. And it's just everyone has their own beautiful characteristics. And if you look at my social media, I, I really pride myself on keeping people looking like themselves. You go on some people's who do injections and everyone starts looking the same. And I don't like that. I don't. It's just fascinating. It is. Yeah. And it's just so interesting, isn't it? And that's, yeah. that was my question. Yeah, different perspectives about it. Which, is, it just, is it just Ashley Bowling? Um, my um, Instagram's injections yeah. by underscore Ashley Louise. Okay, I'm going to go look at it. Sorry, y'all keep going. I want to see it. No, you have to go look at it. Ashley does do a great job, but that also leads me to this question. So we started off the conversation. Um, I feel like we could talk about all of this for hours, but I do want to talk about your journey. And it's an interesting side effect to quarantine that not everybody has been going through. So what is your motivation? What is your goal to get the BBL? Like, like what was your goal? So let's back up just a little bit. So two ish years ago, I did a fitness show, like a bikini competition. And I was, and I'm more of like an athletic build slimmer. But during that, I noticed that my hip dips, which on the side were just like so prominent. And it really bothered me, even though I was in like the best shape of my life. I just didn't look good in clothes or like a dress, like I, I don't know. I just didn't care for that style. And then like being that skinny is obviously long-term isn't healthy. So I was like, okay, um, I'll just try gaining a little bit of weight and not being in this caloric deficit from my fitness show. And well, that just didn't work because you actually can't get fat in this area. So I just wasn't liking it. My butt is just a normal size, but I am tinier and I wish that I was a little bit curvier. So I'm all for doing whatever makes you feel good about yourself. And I am going to Greece in August. So I was like, I 
I have a banging badge for this. <laughs> what did your boyfriend say when he found out you were doing this? Um, he's actually the most supportive person ever. So he was like, oh my God, that's awesome. He was, he was so happy. He was like, bigger butt, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and I we like were sizing for rings the other day wow. and uh, super excited. But I was just like, I wanted this to be done because I... This is bad too. I know when I'm getting engaged, it's happening in Greece. This <laughs> that's so exciting. Do we say congratulations now or wait? <laughs> I know that's what everyone keeps telling me. Because he has the biggest mouth. He's like, it's happening then. And we do travel a lot. So every trip we would go on, people would be like, do you think it's happening? And I'd be like, oh, no, girl. Like, I know when it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the Greece trip. So we're, we're not there yet. But he's so, he's so great. And he was all for it. Side note, were you excited when you found out you're getting engaged in Greece? And when did you find that out? So we were actually on our way home from Thailand. And he was just like, let's plan the engagement. And I was like, excuse me, I don't think I'm supposed to be a part of this. And he's like, no, no, no. He's like, I want to make sure it's at a place like where you would love. And I was just like Greece, like 100%, because I think for me, it's like really just laid back. So beautiful. It doesn't have to be a big production and I could be in just beach wear. I'm like really a laid back person. So she's so laid back. They're going all the way to Greece to do it. Well, well, it's only happening there because if you look at my Instagram, I actually have a travel page. I I travel often. So we were trying to just find where would be the most like romantic like place to go. I'm teasing you. I think that that's wonderful. And you get to have that memory in Greece. Greece is one of my favorite places on the planet. I think you'll have the best time. And is there a backup plan in in case August isn't a thing because of the state of affairs of the world? Kind of talked about it. Um, we were thinking about maybe going to somewhere in Europe, but like that was our backup. And I was like, okay, if Greece isn't opening, that wouldn't open. So <laughs> our next bet would be like Hawaii, but we just were there not long ago. So I was like, we could just do it in California because he, his family's there. And I was like, I honestly, I'd be happy anywhere I get engaged because I love him. And it's, and it's really not for that. I could wait, but I don't want to wait till next year. The clock is ticking and I'm getting old. <laughs> Out of here. <laughs> this girl. holding on to the ring and not giving it to me sooner. <laughs> Do you know where it is? Do you look for it? No. Well, I know it's arriving. Like, Oh, soon. it's not here yet. Not there. It, yeah. Because he just sized me the other day. Um, so I don't want to know what it is. I didn't ask. That's the only surprise. I have no clue about that. Because I was like, he has really good taste. I was like, whatever you pick for me will be perfect. I'm not like a bridezilla. I actually don't even want a wedding. Or if we do, it's just going to be really small. Just both of our parents and siblings. That's it. Well, it's a lot of things to look forward to. And let's touch on that really fast too. Because you are going to... I want to hear your diary. And we're going to do that right after this. You did also tell me that you were going to marry your loves, the work that you do, and also your traveling. You were going to marry all of those things together and kind of share more of you, your blog. Yes. Yes. So I'm creating a blog. It should be going live within, I mean, hopefully in the next month or so. Um, I've been working on it. It's actually a lot harder than I thought. And I want it to be perfect when I launch it, but it's going to be a lot of like frequently asked questions about injectables, like a source where everyone could go to learn more about, you know, what kind of filler maybe they should be getting. Um, 
what kind of like if they were going to get Botox, what areas can they like how many units, what do before and after treatments, um, a place to know like how to book where I'm located and then to dive deeper into like my life and like my whole lifestyle, like about me so they could get familiar with me. And since I do travel often, give people recommendations on like different places where we've stayed, yay or nay, um, and just kind of merge it all together to be like a Ashley Louise, like lifestyle. Which is so genius. And this time we keep talking about a lot of people have had to pivot and think outside the box and think of ways that they can take their expertise and things that they know and the things that they live and make it something that's a brand that you can put out there and be proud of. Yeah. I mean, this this podcast is called Guilty Pleasures and Growing Pains. And I think a lot of what's covered on your blog is all of those things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and that is actually a really good point. What would you say is a good question for anybody to ask a potential injector? Or you know, if they're just starting to think about getting Botox or something for the first time, what is the right question to ask to know you're going to the right place? I think knowing where they're going to inject, how much, and mm-hmm. the cost... Like before, just so you have some sort of idea, because I hear some horror stories of these girls coming in telling me that this, that they would go somewhere, their whole face would be done. And then they have a bill that was way out of their budget and they didn't have any discussion. I like to know what people problems areas are and, you know, maybe if they can't do everything at once, you know, then we get them on a game plan and like they could come back at a later time. Botox is every three months. So if they only want to do their forehead and in between their brows, their 11s, as it's called, um, then we just start with that and we don't do the crow's feet right away. It's kind of baby steps, even though maybe I would have wanted that to happen and all in one. So it looks like, because if this is a little frozen, this isn't uh, around your eyes. It could look maybe a little unnatural. Everyone, but if someone doesn't have the money for it, you can't push them to it. Right. So I think being very open with your injector and asking questions like, where do you think I should get injected? Um, if you were to look at my face and then tell them your budget, if that is one of your concerns. I appreciate how open you are, not just with your personal self, but by about taking care of other people and how important yeah. it is to have knowledge. And I think that's something that you crave. And in this time I've seen in watching Ashley, like on social media, not only is she doing face masks, you're spending the time to learn more about your craft. So of course, like everybody that has been on Guilty Pleasures and Growing Pains, Ashley is reading a diary. All right. So dear diary, I've been quarantined now for 58 days and it's felt like an attorney. COVID-19 has made me look like a troll. My roots are a disgrace and I can't even, (laughs) I can't even, I don't even look like a blonde when my hair's up in a bun. My hair extensions are so matted up. I just can't. I miss having nails. I had to try on my ring sizer for my engagement ring and I couldn't even bear looking at my nails. I was so mortified. My eyelashes are so out of control. I literally had to cut them. I tried using oils, using like going in steam showers to loosen them, but it didn't work. So I guess my uh, lash tech, Nancy, only uses the best products. But now I'm like an eighth grader who doesn't know how to put on mascara with these chunks left over. This whole quarantine has really humbled me. Everyone online shares how you should make your bed in the morning, eat a healthy breakfast and put on real clothes, do your hair and makeup, blah, blah, blah. Well, I really can't. My makeup doesn't even match my skin tone because I always get spray tans and I refuse to buy all new makeup for my pale skin. So I've been makeup free the whole entire time. 
can't believe David's still with me. <laughs> the only clothes that fit me are yoga pants because I've had to gain 20 pounds for my BBL that has been rescheduled three times already to the virus. This quarantine has been a roller coaster of emotions for me, having me look, well, not so cute with a few extra pounds. But we finally have a surgery date, which is May 18th, and it's my 28th birthday. So I'm super pumped to finally get the booty of my dreams. You're getting your butt on your birthday? Yes. Oh my God, cake, 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 a whole new <laughs> definition. <laughs> wow. Okay, sorry, keep going. That's cool. Some days I feel so productive because I submerge myself with studying anatomy and injection techniques. Other days I literally can't get out of bed because my anxiety takes over. I finally figured out it's totally okay to stay in bed and, or have a glass of wine and take a bubble bath before noon. It's not normal what we're going through and it's okay to have bad days, but this is just temporary. And that is my diary. You're hilarious. And you're so right. I think that I saw somebody post that um, vacation rules or traveling rules are are what we live by now until we're out of this, which means you get up and you drink or you, you know, just take a bath. And also my question is, who's out here saying you're supposed to make your bed every day? I swear, you know, just like random people are like, give tips like, influencers or bloggers online and I've had to unfollow a lot of people and you know sometimes you know they're probably not trying to like offend people or anything but those aren't always the best advice Mm -hmm. like I don't know I I've always had anxiety but I've noticed that some days are just so much worse than others and I think it all stemmed from my surgery like is it going to happen is it not like you know, now am I going to have to crash diet before my, um, before my engagement trip? Like, you know, like it's all seems like really petty to some people, but to me it was nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. And then being able to not work financially, that was hard. Um, And I'm like just a busybody. I love to work. So when I go back, I literally told all of my clients, don't, don't do anything bad. Don't go anywhere else. I promise I'll work seven days a week, extended hours, I will get you in in a timely matter and a safe matter too. What would you say? Because you're right. I think there's a lot of people and us included, but I don't think that any one of us are saying that this is the right way. This is the way you have to, which is why I've had so many different people join us, which is why we share diaries because I'm curious what's working for other people. And I still don't know that I 100% know what's working for me. Because it's kind of day by day where you're figuring out little things that are going to take care of different moments. A lot of it is a mental game and, and talking to yourself and trying to have your brain and your thoughts, your narrative be stronger than your anxiety. And then there's some days that anxiety will win and there's nothing you can do. So what would you yeah. say has been working best for you, Ashley? I kind of just jot down goals and I don't put a day that they have to be accomplished. I say sometime this week, I need to get X, Y, and Z accomplished. And when I do, I'm so happy. And I do have courses that I've been taking online that, you know, will break up my day because I'm like, okay, I have to log in. I have to do this. And afterwards, if I want to take a nap or have a glass of wine, I could do so because it's fine. Like I don't put pressure on myself like how I used to. There were some days I was like studying from like morning till night. And then my boyfriend's like, what are you doing? And I was just like, I need to do this. Like, and like no, you don't. And I was like, well, everyone's saying like online, all these like free resources, or if I paid for courses, like take advantage of it. And I kind of got in my head and I was in like, am I, I'm not taking my boards. Like I know what I'm doing. It's just, it's good to keep learning and keeping your mind busy, but 
you know, breaks are important too. I mean, that's one way to handle it because Angie did something similar. Krista, I'm going to ask you too, because we haven't really checked in about what's been working for us lately. But Angie, you threw yourself into learning in school stuff. Did that help you? Yeah. I mean, one, it kept me busy too. It like taught me a lot. Um, I kind of did the same thing like you. Um, I took like a free um, Harvard class. She went to Harvard. (laughs) (laughs) I only have like two more left, um, but it's really cool. I had to do computer science and app creating. So I had to do like a lot of coding and stuff, but it was like really fun. And I really like learning about like technical things. So outside of that, what has been helping you, you think? Honestly, like just watching shows, like it's (laughs) such a good escape. Like sometimes I never really got to sit down and watch shows. When I did work, I would work literally all day and come home after midnight. Like I didn't have time to do that. So now that I do have that time, like it's pretty nice. Yeah. I love my shows too. Krista, what about you? I obviously, I had told you I bought that vinyl record player. So I have been playing a lot of vintage music to kind of like get me in my zen space. Like everyone from Jimi Hendrix to Janis Joplin to Amy Winehouse to... Old school vibes. I love that. I've just been like channeling. I've been buying a lot of candles. It's, it's mostly about making my space my area just zinned out like I, I it's so good to hear other people talking especially different walks of life and different career paths and different age groups um, and different demographics talk about how they're struggling with different days of anxiety as well because some days I am conquering it I'm killing it some days like you said yourself I literally can't get out of bed so as of lately I've been channeling more of my time into writing and creative writing and journaling, and that has helped significantly. And on the bad side, on the non-traditional side, I have just been sneaker shopping online. I am <laughs> saving like I should. But, you know, we are still working, and there's just these amazing sneaker drops that just keep happening, and I just can't control myself. So instead of, you know, saving for, I don't know, a new car, I'm just buying expensive sneakers. So they're- I, <laughs> they- I can't see them when you get them. Yes. I know every day you're going to be challenged to do a little like runway walk with your new kicks. I don't mind. What are you, what are you doing? Are you showing her your I'm butt? Showing, I'm showing the professional. Okay. I'm showing the pro- Look at that. It just, just goes from back. Oh my God. <laughs> Nothing right here. You ha- I'm like, no, I'm when you wear those black pants that are super tight and it pushes your booty yeah. up, you definitely have some, some curve. This crushed little butt crack that makes it look, yeah, I love those. Makes it kick a little bit. We're seriously, it's, it's so funny to talk to different people because the conversations you have with yourself in the mirror, you know, right. when we're by ourselves going, man, if I just move this over, if I just did this and back to what Ashley said too, it's whatever makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. I've, and I've told the story. I don't know if I told you guys before, but when I was younger, I definitely had a lot of self-esteem issues. I had weight issues. I didn't understand. And it wasn't just that it was weight. It was that I didn't understand what it meant to eat right. I didn't understand that being active 
have meant this. Like those were things that I had to learn later in life. And I eventually became a personal trainer and like learned all of these things. But my mom would always find me crying because I didn't look like my friends. You know, my friends were, were athletic. They were blonde and they were all of these things that I wasn't. And I am, you know, half Persian and half German Irish. So I have a blonde mother too. Um, but I had one eyebrow at the time because I'm Harry, I'm Parisian. This is what we were blessed yeah. with. I didn't like what I looked like because I didn't look like them. And I would cry and my mom would just come up to me and she would make me look in the mirror and she would just say, Nina, you need to tell yourself something nice before you can leave this house. It was never you have to clean your room before you leave this house. It's you have to say something nice to yourself when you look in the mirror. I love that. Yeah. And and I don't even know if she remembers that she would do that, but it stuck with me because there are days where body dysmorphia is a real thing. You know, mm-hmm. we keep hinting on mental health awareness this month, but mental health awareness is something I'm super passionate about all the time. And, you know, body dysmorphia, face dysmorphia, whatever it is, you're seeing something different in the mirror than what everybody else is. So while you're hearing us share the stories about how we are changing things about ourselves, it's our choice. It's our conscious choice. I don't think it's going to fix me and make me better. But in the moment, I love my Botox. It helps me feel good. It's what I do that I I buy myself and and I refresh myself that way. And I also like to think that I'm doing some anti-aging in the process. You know, whatever change you make to yourself, make sure it's it's yours and it's not because somebody else told you that you needed it or told you that you were supposed to have it or because you think you want to look like someone else. I hope that if you do choose to do the things that we've been talking about, which all of us, I think, have participated in except for you, Krista, right? You've never done? No, no, I have not. You know, I would, you know, maybe try some. When the time, when the time comes, you're going to Ashley. <laughs> um, but you know, when, when that time comes that I hope that it's a choice that you make for yourself because you want to glow from within and it's something that you think will make you feel better. And not just because you want to look like somebody else, like Ashley said, again, you want to look like the best version of you enhance what you were already God given. So, I mean, it's out there, so you might as well do it in a, in a smart way and make sure you're going to the right person. So you don't have some bootleg goofy looking lips. Cause I'm right. telling you, and I don't, and I don't mean any disrespect by it, but I have a really hard time looking at, and I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm going to, but you know, when you see faces that have been enhanced and it just wasn't a good job. And then it's almost like you feel sorry for them because they, they, they felt like they needed that to feel better about themselves. And it wasn't a good job. Is that me? You know what's crazy. Some, People will come to me and they'll be like, I need to be fixed. And they have just the most botched lips ever. And I tell them, you know, this is going to be, we're going to have to dissolve it and then restart over. But we may need to dissolve over the course of time. It's probably not going to happen just all at once. And when I tell them that I have to get rid of it, some people freak out. They're like, but I want the volume. And I'm like, well, I can't, I can't put more in and make this look better. Like either you want it or you don't. And most of the time I can convince people to let me help them. And they've been so happy, but maybe only 50% of people will actually let me take it out and correct it. Wow. Which I think is nuts. They would rather have messed up botched Mm -hmm. lips because they like the volume, even though it looks bad. Mm-mm. They don't want to start over because they're saying they they'll tell me they've been working on their lips, building them up for years, and mm-hmm. it's so expensive, which it is. Um, and they have multiple 
thousands of dollars invested in this. They're not going to let it go to waste. And I'm like, oh, that's well, I your can't do anything, and I just won't touch them because I don't want my name associated with something like that. I'll help you, but it's on my terms how we're going to fix. That's fair. That's your brand. That's what you're building. I mean, right? I think that that's absolutely fair. Again, that's why I appreciate you so much. Ashley Bowling, <laughs> our amazing friend and injector. I feel like there's so much. Did I miss anything? Do you guys have any questions? I want to make sure we get everything out while we have her. I do have a question and it'll, it'll give a quick answer. I've been wanting to ask this for a while. Since you are in the beauty industry, I was just... Um, scrolling on Instagram the other day and I noticed on TMZ they had posted this article about the standard of beauty and how it's sort of kind of getting this uniform look and they had the article also mentioned that ever since the Kardashians did kind of you know hit this peak visibility that that's now the standard of beauty like do you agree with that or do you like kind of have this like beauties in the box as of like the beholder perspective. I'm still kind of torn. I want to believe that beauty is an eye of the beholder, but the Kardashians honestly rule the beauty industry. Um, How everyone, they just start all of the trends because I guarantee if, you know, the Fox, the Fox eye. No. Like the thread. It's so cute where they have like the, inside and then like the outs the liners i'm at the liner no people will actually do threads to make their eyebrows kind of lifted so then it looks like this because it's like bella hadid so a little off but she's still like a beauty icon people are doing that just because of her the lips came from the kardashians the body i mean i love how they look i mean i'm not gonna look like them because i don't want to because i am a much smaller frame and i want my butt to look maybe natural to an outsider, but Proportion. their proportions are, are whack. Like yeah, different. in a good way, but not for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think it's, t- I'm very torn with that. I want people to be happy with themselves and to think that they're beautiful without comparing. I think comparing is a big issue that we all have because I know I look in the mirror and since I haven't been able to get anything, any work done. And I'm just like, I start critiquing myself. And finally the other day I just had to tell myself, I was actually talking to Nina. I was like, I just can't look in the mirror. I'm just not going to because I'm being too mean to myself and I shouldn't be. Right. And you have to catch yourself in those moments. And I, I would imagine it's harder for you. Like, how do you keep yourself grounded? Like what kind of things can you say to yourself when you are being mean to help put yourself back in, in line with Ashley? And I'm not just saying for you, I think this is something that anybody could do, but I, I would imagine you're exposed to it all day. Yeah. Um, honestly, I just try and remind myself, I look at old pictures. <laughs> if I think that like I need something done, I'll just be like, oh my gosh, Ashley, like you have this total glow up. You know, I think that I look the best that I do right now and I don't overdo it. I don't self-inject and I don't have another injector at my office. So that means I have to reach out to one of my friends um, or mentors to get injected and I don't want to bother them. So that only happens once or twice a year. So that limits me how much I could get done. And I think that's helpful. If I had someone that was in my office that I trusted with my face, um, I don't know if I would say the same because I'd be like, oh, hit me up here. I need this. I need that. I really have to think about it now. And I'm not acting on 
oh, this looks a little, this doesn't look plump enough. I need more filler. I try and just keep my skin looking healthy and keep my mind like clear. So then I could go into the room and see other girls and not look all done up. I want to be able to tell them, Hey, I have had cheek filler. I have had a little bit of chin filler before. I don't keep up with it. I didn't, I actually didn't think it was necessary for me, but I could talk about it, but I don't look overdone. And everyone always tells me, wow, I didn't even recognize, I didn't realize if you didn't tell me that I didn't, I wouldn't have known you had it done. Yeah. I think that's really cool too, because I, obviously I know what you do and whatever, but if I looked at you, I would never think that you got anything done. Um, but when I went to go get my lips done a while ago, um, one of the, like, she was a head injector and she was just watching the process and I looked at her. She looked like big Ange. Oh my she, God. She'd smile. She barely could smile. And I'm just like, I would never want you to touch my face. Like don't no, even look at me because I, I don't want to look like that. Like I don't want to look all crazy, you know? No, I completely understand. So I think that's why I just try and enhance my own beauty as minimal as I could so that I could talk about it. And so then I feel beautiful, but not overdone. And then I try and just instill that into other girls' heads that, you know, they don't have to put in all of these syringes in their faces to look like someone else. Do my bosses agree? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But honestly, I get really good reviews. I always tell people, you know, if you have any issues, everyone gets my cell phone number. Like if we need to do a touch up, you could always add more. Of course you could remove it, but why would you want to do that? Start slow and build. You got to just go somewhere you trust and, or to someone that you trust. And I think also reinforcing people's natural beauty and what they're trying to enhance with, with you as their injector, with your friends and reminding yourself to still, to still see yourself. Does that make sense? You're not going to be Kylie. You need to just look in the mirror and see yourself. And I think that that's something that's so important. And it is nice to have the option. I mean, technology is a beautiful thing, you know, to keep us feeling and and looking younger, longer. Why not? Yeah, I'm like all for it. I never try and hide anything that I've ever done because I don't want to be fake to my followers. And Mm -hmm. I think it avoids people talking crap about me because I'm really open. All of my followers knew about my BBL. I asked the doctor to have the nurse film some of it so I could talk about going to a safe doctor, like what you should look for into it and give a little bit of advice. So that's why I opened it up for discussion. I said it was fair game to talk about it on here because I think that being smart and making those kind of decisions is important. Yeah. Especially when it comes to your body. And I told you in the beginning, thank you for being so open because it's fascinating. I don't know what the process is like. I didn't know that she couldn't sit down for four weeks, six weeks (laughs) after after work. I mean, it's a huge commitment, but it's something that that she wants to do. So we can go along her BBL journey with her if you follow her at Injections by Ashley Louise. Thank you for bringing all of your knowledge to the table and moving forward. If we have any other further questions in regards to the beauty industry or just in general, we'll have you back because this is our expert. Thank you. I love that. I was so nervous to hop on here, but I realized that this is just so fun and you guys are all so great. (laughs) I told you it was going to be easy and she's a good talker anyway and so full of information. Happy early birthday, by the way. Krista just had a birthday. You have a birthday. So it's all my Tauruses are here. Is that what it is? Yes, ma'am. I'm so excited for your butt. When it's healed, you just have to promise that I can grab it. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Don't show us pictures.
No, you no, have no, to I will for sure. Add injections by Ashley Louise on Instagram. <laughs> uh, thank you guys, Krista, Angie, and of course, Ashley Bowling. This has been a fun one, guys. Guilty yes. pleasures and growing pains. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.